to the Keep Playing podcast. It's all about what businesses can learn from sports. I really like sports. I'm a businessman and I've always been interested in sports. I find it fascinating to see what I can learn from athletes, no matter what sport they're in. I'm amazed about their determination, hard work, creativity, and how they learn from mistakes. They never give up. They work well in teams, and the best ones just keep going, no matter if things are good or bad. Hi, and welcome to episode 18. I have chosen to call this episode for Rossi Breaks Brazilians' Hearts. I will explain this title a bit later. In this episode, I will take you back to the 1982 Football World Cup in Spain. The match was between three times World Cup winners Brazil and two times World Cup winners Italy. On July 5th, 1982, in Barcelona, Italy met Brazil during the second group stage of the World Cup. Italy emerged victorious with a score of 3-2, to two, eliminating Brazil from the tournament. Italy would later go on to win the World Cup final against West Germany with a score of 3-1 to one just one week later. Prior to the match, Brazil had won all three of their first group stage matches, including impressive victories over Scotland and New Zealand. They were by far the pre-tournament favourites, known for their attacking style. In their initial second group stage match, Brazil triumphed over Argentina, the World Cup holders, with a score of 3-1. Italy, on the other hand, had a slow start to the tournament. They drew all three of their first group stage matches and finished as runners-up in their group. They only qualified for the second group stage by having scored one more goal than Cameroon. However, Italy had recorded an impressive 2-1 victory over Argentina in their first second-round match. Italy's striker, Paolo Rossi. Yes, that Rossi whom I mentioned in the title of this episode, Rossi Breaks Brazilians' Hearts. He had not scored up to that point, and there was considerable debate about whether he should be in the team, as he had only recently returned from a two-year ban following his involvement in a match-fixing scandal. Italy was forced to play for a win to reach the semi-final due to their inferior goal difference. The match itself pitted Brazil's attack against Italy's defense, with the majority of the game played around the Italian area. The Italian midfielders 
and defenders returned the repeated volleys of Brazilian shooters such as Sico, Socrates and Falcao. Paolo Rossi opened the scoring for Italy when he headed in Antonio Caprini's cross just five minutes into the game. Socrates then equalized for Brazil seven minutes later. In the 25th minute, Rossi intercepted a pass from Cerezzo and drilled the shoot home. The Brazilians then threw everything in search of another equalize, while Italy defended bravely. In the 68th minute, Brazilian striker Falcao collected a pass from Junior and fired home from 20 yards out. Italy had gained the lead twice thanks to Rossi's goals, and Brazil had come back twice. At the score, two goals to two, Brazil would have been through on goal difference. But in the 74th minute, a poor clearance from an Italian corner kick went back to the Brazilian six-yard line where Rossi and Francesco Graziani were waiting. Both aimed at the same shot with Rossi connecting to score a hat-trick and send Italy into the lead for good. And then in the 86th minute, Giancarlo Antognoni scored a fourth goal for Italy, but it was wrongly disallowed for offside. In the dying moments of the match, Italian goalkeeper Dino Zoff made a miraculous save to deny Oscar a goal, ensuring that Italy advanced to the semi-final where they would meet Poland. In my opinion, Brazil had an exceptional team in 1982, with players such as Socrates, Junior, Falcao, Seco, Oscar and Eder. However, Italy had player number 20, Paolo Rossi, who made all the difference that day in Barcelona. In fact, Rossi ended the tournament as the top scorer with six goals, including the first goal in the final against West Germany. Rossi was also named the player of the entire tournament. After the Italy-Brazil match, Brazilian striker Socrates famously said, We had a hell of a team and played with happiness. Then Rossi had three touches and scored a hat-trick. Football as we know it died on that day. The result was seen by many as not only a defeat for Brazil, but also a defeat of their attacking philosophy by the more organized Italians. This match has since been labeled by the Brazilian press as the uh, Saria tragedy. I'm not really sure what Saria means, but the word tragedy, I understand. It was indeed a tragedy for Brazil. In fact, the result of the match had a profound and lasting impact on Brazilian football, fundamentally changing its philosophy.
according to Lucino, Brazil's centre-back in 1982, that defeat changed Brazilian coaches' way of thinking, leading to a new destructive philosophy based on more tactical, physical, defensive and counter-attacking football. Possessing similarities with the style of football played by the Italians against the Brazilians. The physical development of the game, it was thought, meant that traditional methods had to be revised. And now to get to the point about what can business professionals learn from this match. In my view, the 1982 World Cup football match between Brazil and Italy offers several valuable learnings. Here are eight learnings in no particular order. Number one, the power of creative and attacking football. The match showcased Brazil's dynamic and creative style of football, characterized by skillful dribbling, intricate passing and attacking play. It demonstrated the power of embracing an offensive mindset, taking calculated risks and unleashing creativity on the field. In business, this can be translated to encouraging innovation, thinking outside the box and adopting a proactive approach in solving challenges. Number two, teamwork and cohesion. The Brazilian team of 1982 is often remembered for its seamless teamwork and cohesive playing style. Each player understood their role within the team, complemented each other's strengths, and effectively communicated on the field. This emphasizes the importance of teamwork in business, where collaboration, clear communication, and leveraging individual strengths can lead to collective success. Number three, emotional resilience and sportsmanship. Despite Brazil's eventual loss in the match, they displayed remarkable resilience and sportsmanship. Despite the disappointment, the players maintained their composure and grace, acknowledging the efforts of their opponents. This demonstrates the significance of emotional resilience in the face of setbacks and the importance of maintaining professionalism even in challenging circumstances. Number four, seizing opportunities and taking initiatives. Both Brazil and Italy had several scoring opportunities during the match. Brazil's attacking mindset led them to exploit those chances, while Italy capitalized on defensive lapses. This highlights the importance of seizing opportunities in business. Whether it's identifying market gaps, pursuing new, new ventures, or taking calculated risks, recognizing and capitalizing on opportunities can lead to growth and success. Number five adapting to changing circumstances. The match exhibited the importance of adaptability. Brazil faced defensive challenges from Italy and had to adjust their game plan accordingly. 
This teaches us the value of flexibility in business scenarios. Adapting to changing market dynamics, consumer preferences, and technological advancements is crucial for staying relevant and competitive. Number six, attention to detail and preparation. The match demonstrated the significance of meticulous preparation, both tactically and physically. Both teams analyzed their opponents' strengths and weaknesses, strategized accordingly, and prepared themselves physically for the demanding game. In business, attention to detail, comprehensive planning, and a proactive approach can lead to better outcomes and increased chances of success. Number seven, appreciating the journey. The 1982 World Cup match between Brazil and Italy showcased the thrill, the excitement, and the passion of the game. It reminded us all to appreciate the journey, not just the ultimate result. In business, this encourages individuals and organizations to embrace the process, enjoy progress, and learn from experiences regardless of the outcome. And finally, number eight, captivating the hearts of fans. The match captured the imagination and hearts of football fans worldwide, leaving a lasting legacy in the collective memory. This highlights the importance of creating meaningful connections with customers and stakeholders. The 1982 Brazil vs. Italy World Cup match stands as a reminder of the beauty and lessons that football can offer. By drawing insights from this historic event, individuals and businesses can learn about teamwork, creativity, adaptability, seizing opportunities, sportsmanship, and appreciating the journey towards success. And last but not least, Brazil had by far the best team. But sometimes it takes just one man to disrupt everything and bring even the best team down. That man on that July day in Barcelona was Italian striker Paolo Rossi, a player who the manager even had considered to not be in the team in the first place. In business, I think we should take the learning from this that even with the best team and best preparation, we might face a surprise which we never saw coming. What this means is that we should always be prepared for anything to happen. Because one day it will happen. That's it for now. End of episode 18. I hope to see you again in episode 19, where we will talk about football again. But next time, the focus will be on female football freestyler Maimi Askari, a 23-year-old Iranian dame. An Iranian woman from Denmark, 
Maimi Ascari has become a viral sensation on TikTok and the World Cup stage. I have called this episode Breaking the Norms and Using Sports to Promote a Bigger Message. I'll explain more next time. So, see you in episode 19. Until then, bye bye for now.